Alrighty, folks, we are celebrating. We're all celebrating. Celebrate the win. Celebrate life. Celebrate football. It's fucking fantastic. Got to see the little pig running around live. Got to see my great man, Impy, running around live. Scoring points, racking up the points for AJS Hawker. 220-point win against Merka. But apparently I'm just a buy. Well, I say bye-bye to that tag. You can all get fucked because Itchy and Scratchy got no fucking idea what they're talking about. 200-point win. Not bad for a buy. Fucking hell. Anyway, you guys are clowns. You've got no idea. But anyway, enough of that. There's controversy galore this week. We have a game being decided by a kick after... No, no, it's not a kick after the siren. We removed a kick after the siren. And that changed the result. Dazed and confused. The premature celebrator allows himself to be photographed and splashed across the internet. Celebrating. Phone in one hand. Drinking another. With a big cheesy grin on his face. Well, that certainly fucked up pretty quickly, didn't it? Well... Unfortunate for Rahul there that um, I bet you he fucking lost his cool after that shit. There's no quiet achieving there, BP. Oh, my God. And we had a massive dummy spit from Ponyfish Islanders. Apparently, he doesn't know how to round. Apparently, around 9.91, down to 9 and not up to 10. Not sure what math school you went to, buddy. When I went to school, 9.91 was always rounded up to 10. It's pretty simple. It's logical. And everyone understands that apart from your good self. You're probably lucky, and I bet your phone and or TV and or anything else that you could have broken is pretty happy that um, you still won anyway, because I'm pretty sure we'd still be hearing about that dummy spit and the rounding rules of the AF platform for years to come if Slippery had a got over the line and won. But enough of all that. We're going to get into all the moves that were made over the weekend, plus a round review with uh, Jackie Boy, who's uh, coming to stick around and get in, get on board. Um, so here we go. Without further ado, oh, no, we'll further ado one more thing. I fucking won. You guys called it a buy. Oh, Hawkers team to buy. They won't win a game. What the fuck would you like know? Anyway, got to go. Alrighty, folks, so before we get into the round review, we'll go through all the moves that were made since the last podcast. So first up, we have Charlie Dixon being dumped by Slippery Gypsies, and he picked up Jonathan Patton. So there's a bit of loop-de-loop action going on there for Slippery Gypsies, who looped on... Jake Stringer's 78. So what do you reckon of that, Jack? Uh, yeah, pretty good move there by Slippery. It's better than what Dixon would have got, I'm guessing. Certainly was. Certainly was. So, um, and yeah, certainly better than most of the other guys he put on the field. So next up, uh, Dazed and Confused playing the long game. Schultz is out for oh, a very long time. But he's seen he's available and he's dropped Ben King for him and he's going to sit Schultz on his bench 
and Dazed playing the long game. So what do you think of that plan, holding him? Do you reckon he's got the depth? He started off the season pretty well, but um, I'm, I'm not sure I would have done it, to be honest. Fair enough. And then uh, Stars needed to be the bench back up because the X-Man, Xavier O'Neill... Um, He's got a big nose. <laughs> He's got a big nose, <laughs> Who, Stars? <laughs> X-Man. So he needed a bit of bench back up and he grabbed the uh, balding Nathan Jones and plonked him on the bench. So there you go. Manic Monkeys uh, dropped Bailey Scott with his mid-forward flexibility for a bench backup of Darcy Fogarty, who kicked three goals but only ended up with two more points than Bailey Scott. Not much to see there, you reckon? Yeah, probably a bit of much, much of a muchness, to be honest. And then uh, Ponyfish Islanders has dropped James Cousins, who he said he was sure going to get a game soon, even though he was told by someone who knows the Hawks team pretty well that he wasn't. Um, dropped him for Nathan Wilson, who played today, and got a 47. <coughs> Thanks for that. Um so I think that, again, was just a bit of bench back up for, the, for him. No, he just put him on the... Didn't even put him... I don't know why he's done that, to be honest. Apart from the fact that Wilson's playing and Cousins isn't. No E, no nothing on him. Um, maybe looking forward to next week. Who knows? And last but not least, um, I dropped Luke Bruce, who scored a massive 14 and picked up Ollie Hanrahan... Hanrahan uh, Ollie, anyway, and uh, looped on uh, the Bergs, Sean Bergs, 98, to help me crush um, Merka, which we'll get to shortly. So there's uh, the five moves, mostly loops, and um, dazed and confused, just, you know, arrogantly grabbing injured players off the waiver to for, ready for his tilt at the finals. That's all the free agents moves. Now let's get to the good bit. Where we review the round. Right, well, that's about the worst review ever. He's going to cop a fair bit now on that review. That was a shocker. Alrighty, folks, and now, as we mentioned in the intro, we had some freaking awesome games led, led off by this fantastic game here Stars FC at 15 11 versus Dazed and Confused 1509. Now, what's interesting about that, Jack, is when the final siren went at the Hawks 3 0 game, the 1509 said 1512. And just have a look at this photo that the great man, Dazed and Confused, has put in the chat. Hey, he's sitting, he's sitting there. Cocky. Hey? Cocky. Look at that. Sitting there with his phone in his hand. Well, I think that's his phone. He could be that excited. It might be something else. Drink in the other hand. He's just kicking back, relaxing with his two point victory. And lo and behold, what's happened? Big old Walters negative three or four? Three. Negative three. Don't, go, don't get too excited till all the scores are in and finalised, mate. It's poor. So he's jumped the gun. He's gone early. He's a premature celebrator. And um, minus three um, has happened. <laughs> <laughs> By how the tables have turned. So, um, yes, Dazed and Confused 
didn't really look so happy after that, I'm imagining. Unf- there, there's no photo taken after that, so I'm assuming Pony was hiding under the behind the couch as days flew into a rage and, um, yeah, couldn't get the phone out in time to, to see. It's just poor, poor, poor form. All right, so we'll have a quick look through here and see what's going on. So Star's defence. Pretty solid, everything above 70. Um, nothing too startling. Mills are 91 and Duggan 86 and um, a lot of 70s. So not too bad. Pretty solid there. Um, if we move across to the other side, what can we see over here, Jack? <laughs> the ball. like It's just like two positives, just like on a magnet. Just The ball just went nowhere near Caleb Daniel. Absolutely shocking. You reckon he hid a, a positive magnet in his helmet and kept the ball away from him? Yeah, just retracting all the time. Because other than that, um, yeah, pretty solid from uh, Dazed and Confused backline, 70s and 80s across the board. But Caleb Daniel, what a stinker. He could actually just lay down the loss on Caleb Daniel, I think. Yeah, pretty much. We move into the midfield of both teams here. Um, yeah, Apart from Menegola down with a 68, um, Cunnington a 76. Everyone else performed very, very well. Allison Swallow, 100s for stars. McCluggage, 113. And Timmy Taranto, 129. Fantastic effort. Um, the midfield that just keeps getting it done, well, almost always done. Um, <laughs> Oliver, 128, despite some attention from O'Connor. One would assume today. Uh, Zach Merritt, 115. The Bont must have had a bit of a shadow when he played on the other night. Uh, Jack Billings, Lockie Hunter, Travis Boak, Jack Viney, 120. There's not a score, apart from the Bont, uh, not a score under 90. That's a very powerful midfield. Very powerful. Not like to see any midfield that can beat that. Well, maybe not the midfield, but if your defence gets 20... (laughs) And so the Nank, he uh, got 101 for Dazed and 105 for English, so they pretty much cancelled each other out. Yep. I think a bit kissed with Nank Curvis there. Won't make 101 ever. And so in the forward lines, um, yeah, they're very similar. Um, oh, hang on, Jack, who's, who's this fella here in Stars' forward line? Josh Bruce, mate. I called it 50. Oh, sorry. My bad, I'll pipe down a little bit. He made 58. Big deal. Harris Andrews, mate, in his back pocket. There you go. Bruce is washed up and all finished. So Stars will have a few issues going forward because Heaney broke his hand as he tried to punch somebody. Um, so, yeah, so there you go. Um, all all good there. Uh, Butter, well, more trouble on the other side here. Butters is out for, oh, don't know how long. Uh, Dusty Martin, 84. Brando and Walters were well down. So was oh, JJK. It's about what you get out of him. Um, all in all, fantastically close match. Stars v Dazed and Confused. I think Stars got a little bit kissed with D- D- Caleb Daniel only getting 20. Yeah. And um, that's pretty much in a nutshell why Stars snuck a victory in. Yeah. So next up, well, now if we just go back to the old early crow... We've, the next game is uh, Team Awesome versus 
Geelong Vipers. So if we just scroll back to the early crow, which is not so early on a Sunday, but anyway. Um, what do we got here? If we just find the early crow. Gee whiz, it's a long way back. Oh my goodness, it is such a long way back. There's Vipers being a dick in the chat. Well, there you go. Anyway, we'll find that in a moment. But anyway, um, I believe if you scrolled far enough back in the chat that um, the early crow was the Vipers was going to destroy Team Awesome. Mm. So if we have a look at that... And if you want to just run through some of the teams here, Jack, and some of the scores. All right, so on Team Awesome, we got Doherty, 108, Williams, 51, Big Boy Ben McAvoy, 93, Rotham, 91, 71, sorry. And he looped on a 110 from Basher Hawley. So everyone probably did their job there, Williams pretty much what you're going to expect from him. Maybe a little bit down. In the midfield, still 121. Just keeps getting it done. Amon keeps going and looped on a 82 from Mark Murphy. Uh, LDU, just too many UDLs again. Seedsman, a little bit kiss there, I reckon. Smith a bit down for how many midfielders they're down. And Warple decidedly decided to finally play football again. Sicily and uh, Stanley and Pitnet. Pitnet rucking against no one, so pretty easy 85 there. And Stanley against Gorn. Probably pretty good considering who's up, who's he, who's he, who he is up against. Now the forward line, Noon 79. Pretty, pretty good. McDonald, 90. Fantasia, Spud, Hawkins. Too many pies. <laughs> and Tabernard, that's just Hawks defence, basically. Just hey. sh shocking. Uh, Ridley, 110. This is now for Vipers. For Vipers. Dode, 85. Howe, 75. Moore, Oh, yikes. And O'Connor, 28. Yeah, that's... That's stinky. That is shocking from Vipers. Just too many Geelong players, I reckon. Seb Ross. Probably get lucky to get that every week. Zach Tui. That's, that's pretty bad as well. Robinson, the big bull. Not bad for him. Cripps. Pretty standard for him as well. Anderson, 118. Ward, 121. And Libba, 68. And Dun in the forward line, Dunkley, 108. Zeeble, 89. Castagna, awful. And he looped on Himmelberg for 72. And then Callum Brown with 55. So, yeah, there we go, folks. So, the early Crow were, had Vipers winning by 50. So... You'd have to say that's a bit of a choke by stars with, uh, sorry, with by vipers with only 
three games left to play. He predicted to win by 50 by the uh, the early crow and lost by 100. So that would just be a massive choke. What else would you call it? Yeah, pretty explain, explained it pretty well there. Just choked. So there you go. Uh, Vipers choked and Team Orson cruised to victory on a Sunday afternoon. And now the big one, the one we've all been waiting for. AJS Hawker, 14-47, crushing a top-heavy uh, key forward like Merkers team of 12-26. So by my quick math, that's about a 221-point thumping at the hands of AJS Hawker. Allegedly, I'm a buy. So, well, there you go. What does that say about anyone and about anyone's predictive abilities? Yeah, well, getting beaten by 221 by a buy, that's quite embarrassing, to be honest. So let's just see how the embarrassment happened. Uh, unfortunately, Isaac Quaynor is well down with his 46. But have a look at my boy here, Lockie Scholl, 130 against the Witches Hats at a North Melbourne. But um, we've also looped in uh, Alex Keith's 60, which is nothing spectacular, but gets the job done. Doogie Howard, um, he was a pretty shit, 46. Jakey Lever, very solid again, 73. Three good games out of four for the great man and looking steady in my back line. And probably more ball to be hit, hitting his way now that May's out after that thug from Geelong um, smashed May in the face. Um, my boy Errol, um, yep, 67, doing a great job. Tommy Mitchell getting it done that second quarter. It's enough to make a man cry. It was fucking awesome. I uh, had to, in the end, laid out from Brendan Parfit, so I had to play uh, Will Phillips for a 43. Young fella, kicked a goal, looked fantastic. Bigger and better things to come. Brayshaw saved the day with a 70, got a few points late. Campbell looked good. Faded in the second half, um, but yeah, he's going to be a gun, and we all know it. Tommy Powell, speaking of guns, oh my God, 91 from the great man, eh? Four games in, and he's pumping this sort of stuff out. Raul and Powell, I think we'll be hearing a lot of that at AJS Hawkers team for years and years to come. And then the great man, back in his team, feeling comfortable about life again, All right, back where he belongs, Chris Main pumps out a fantastic 94. What a fucking legend. Kissed. Thanks very much for those special comments. Um, yeah, Scott Lysett, 101, absolute weapon. Now finding his feet beautifully there. Uh, Toby Green, five goals, led from the front for GWS. The Impster, Impy, fucking 97, mopped up everything at halfback. Uh, Gibbons, 73. Not too bad considering he was off for about a quarter and a half with some sort of injury, but he gutsed it out, came back on, scored more points for me. Motlop, 77. And then looping on the great man, the Berg. What did he score? 98. What a great man. Harry Schoenberg, 98. Sure sign of things to come. Now, if we move across to the other side, um, actually, we'll just move that up to there. And... You want to just run through Merkers' team? Uh, starting in the defence, Lukosius, 54, Markov, 66, and Ballard, 42. Not going <laughs> to get much mark, kick marks in the slippery, wet, dewy conditions. May. Injured. Never didn't see it, so. 
Yeah, he was he was beaten up by a thug from Geelong called Hawkins, who gouged his eye out. Um, thug like behaviour. And then Adam Saad, seventy. Moving into the midfield, Andrew Gaff, eighty six. Head wasn't fully tilted, just on a slight angle. Keys, one hundred and two. Monday, ninety one. Kerno, one twenty two. Jordan, that's just horrible. He'll probably make one hundred and fifty next week against the Hawks. Florence, 64, and the other bald brother, Zach Jones, 85. Grundy guts it out with a massive last half, 93. Harry Mackay, awful. Norton, not too bad. 85 from McPherson. Darling, 14 points in three quarters, awful. And Joe Danaher, 26. It just makes you feel a bit sick inside, doesn't it? Well, it would. These key forwards, I think they've come back. I think situation returning to normal. Key forwards are very up and down. And uh, that, my word, is very, very down. Poor old Merker. Hopefully he's all right and he's recovering okay. And I'll uh, catch up with him on Tuesday at work. But um, all in all, very, very solid win there by AJS Hawker, the kids, are getting it done. So fantastic job by me. Superb coaching and things are looking up. Next game, legless versus disposables. Well, here we go. What have we got here for legless and disposables? The early crow had um, disposables winning comfortably. And... um, he did get it done comfortably in the end. So very, very quickly here, we'll run through. Three tons in the back line for um, Legless. Uh, Clark, Short, Bowes. Someone's calling him the new Jake Lloyd I saw somewhere on Twitter. Um, but Harbrow, 21. That's pretty stinky. Uh, McRae getting it done again, 113. Adams out injured, so the injuries are piling up for... Um, Legless, so that bench is getting further and further depleted each week. Um, McGrath, 71. Berry, 61. Heppel, 86. Phillips, 77. Hill, getting it done for the first time this year. Yeah, probably. And um, Riley O'Brien is back with 135. Forward line, solid if not spectacular. Um, Highest scores are 80, down to 61. Um, Yeah. Not much to say there, really, just solid. Now, we had another medical sub for disposables. How, how has he got points? Because he played less than 10% game time, so he gets Nick Caulfield's 38. Oh. Huge. Yes. So Rory Sloan, he looped for Jack Sinclair's 82, so that's good scoring, and Sloan is useful. That's how good he is. He, he scores 82 without even having to be on the field. He's bloody awesome. Trelaw, 127, um, just a weapon. Uh, Andrew Brayshaw, going to have to cope with that attention that's coming his way more regularly now. Only got 54. Fifey, 106. Could have been anything if he'd kicked straight, but uh, zero goal six is pretty shite. Big Maxi Gorn, 132. Um, outscored by Riley O'Brien, so that didn't help much. Um, but, yeah, obviously, big, big, big effort comes from... Uh, Aaron Hall with a 123. So if you sort of combine Aaron Hall's 123 
for disposables and Harbrow's Stinky 21, there's probably a good 40-point swing about what what they'd normally get each way, and that's probably the difference, I reckon. What do you say? Yeah, I reckon Aaron Hall's just chip, 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 chip. Had to work his backside off the balls down there a lot. So there you have it, folks. Um, pretty close, cl- probably a bit closer than people um, would think. There's there's not much in it. There's a really good Aaron Hall score and a really shit Harbrow score. Otherwise, that would have gone either way. And um, But Disposables doesn't give a shit about that because he um, won. Now, a bit of controversy in the next game here, uh, Jack. Uh, Ponyfish Islanders versus Slippery Gypsies. Um, Luke McDonald, what can you see there? Eight points. Now, according to the coach, he argued with the timekeepers in this game ferociously. Um, he said that he only played 9.89% of game time, which has been rounded up to uh, 10% in the in the AFL system. So, therefore, he stuck with the eight and not the 81 from Birchall. Very controversial. Yeah. Is that what... Wait, so that 81 doesn't count? 81 doesn't count. No, he gets eight. Wow. That's... So how big do you think the dummy spit would be if nine point... Was it 9.91% or something, game time, if you work it out to the second? But with rounding rules that the uh, system employs... I reckon we would have had a dummy spit for the ages from Pony. Oh, yeah, dummy well and truly out the court, almost out the door, I reckon. So, anyway, apart from he's Luke McDonald and being out now for a very long time, um, Laird started like a house on fire, was tagged, and then fell in a bit of a hole. So, but ended up on 90, crisp 93. Maynard, um, probably been a bit of a letdown on what he produced last year. Uh, but Daniel Howe... Good again for the Hawks. Their midfield, nothing too spectacular there, just solid. Um, apart from Joel Selwood turning back the clock a little bit with 116, um, everyone else was just average um, or thereabouts and uh, looping on of Dersma's 93. But that'll be the last time Pony does that for a while because the old bow and arrow boy is out for, I think, about 12 weeks. Yeah. It looked a lot worse than I reckon it is. So, um, yeah, so no looping of him for quite some time. Goldie, 90. Um, Forward line, pretty good. Um, Warner, 95. Walker, new addition to the team, 99. Uh, 77 from Gray. Stevenson, 85. Zork, 71. Down a bit, but um, got the job done for Pony. On slip side, let's have a look over here and see what we've got. Um, Defence. Well, the great guy, great man CJ from Hawthorne, 102. Um, Jake Lloyd, 103. Noble, only a 72. McGovern, 91. And oh, poor old Trent Rivers, just a lazy 40, eh? That's no good. Um, now, what do you reckon this would be worth? Do you reckon you'd give up two first-round draft picks to pick up CJ for your team? Yes. No. Huh? No. No. Well, that's what Slippery reckons he's going to get. So um, I look forward to seeing a trade deal popping up sometime this week with two first-round picks for Slippery. Um, not sure he's going to get it done, but I suppose you've got to give him points for trying. Yep, fair enough. Um, 
All right, so yeah, so Darcy Parrish looped on for a 92. Uh, three, three tons for Slippery, so that's pretty good, with a top of 136 for Petrarca. Uh, Bailey Smith, not getting the mid clock in the middle that um, he'd be hoping for. Um, but yeah, still scored, not too shabby. But this forward line, there's a bit, a few issues here for a slip. Yeah, 53, that is awful. Lankford, 69, pretty bad as well. Looped on the string of 78. Flying Ryan, 48, and Fritch, dead eye, 90. It's not too bad. So not too shabby there from Fritch, but the rest of that forward line is looking pretty piecemeal and patched together. Nope. Got a few issues there for Slippery. All right, and the last game of the round, bit of a flogging here. Uh, 1589 to DT87 to 1409 to Manic Monkeys. Holy... Dooley. All right. So, um, well, Manic didn't give himself much chance in the early crow. He's uh, he's already given up on the season by the looks of this comment and is potentially going to trade out his uh, round one pick because it could be lottery level. Bottom four. Oh, my. So, uh, very quickly go through this. Uh, ton to Ash. Oh, my God, Ash. Um, DT87, I wish you hadn't taken him in with your first pick or second pick, whichever one it was. He was off the board before I even got a chance to grab him. My boy, what a fucking awesome game that was. Lord Tomlinson, though, 18 is not what you want. Um, the rest of the, yeah, 260s, um, and a, a 98 from Brody Smith. Um, yeah, Lockie Neal, still getting it done with 96. Luke Parker, Evergreen, 126, Guthrie, 101, Greenwood, 124, Weller, 111, and Langdon, 91. That's a very powerful midfield. Very powerful. So Oscar McInerney back and an 88 in the ruck. Chad Wingard doing it two weeks in a row now, 115. Getting the midfield time, all the centre bounces, looking good. So, and then, yeah, Nick Hine, 74th, The Fog, 64, down a bit on last week. Bolton, 90, and uh, looped on a Lance Buddy Franklin, 71. On the flip side, uh, Manic Monkeys, trouble everywhere. Luke Ryan, uh, on and off the field a fair bit. A few, few collisions today that I witnessed personally. A um, bit beat up, but he kept soldiering on for a 50, Six. 56. Um, yeah, so the... Defence, not too shabby there. Will Power, 68. The wor- oh, uh, next worst. Uh, Tom Stewart, 99. Harry Morrison, good pick-up in the draft. I think he was uh, 85, very solid. Took Miller. Who's this Took Miller fella? Is he He must have got him off free agency. No one would have kept him. Wait, someone, did someone drop him? Oh, okay. Yeah, very good, very good. 140. Fantastic job there. Crouch, second game back, 125 for the new team. Dom Sheed, though, is not Dom, is not good. Uh, Dev Robinson, second game, Blues. Um, Darcy, no no Blues there. Uh, solid 87. Um, you know you're in trouble if the fucking lump of a lad that he is kicks fucking three goals. But anyway, fucking shits me. Doesn't matter. Fucking Dockers. Dugowie, the shitty. Um... Yeah, Sidey, 108. Wick, 70. 
the other is it oh Lockie Foggerty and Darcy Foggerty. There's two Foggerties. Far too foggy this late in the evening for me. Wicks seventy. Um yeah, just too many, too many up and down scores there for Manic. And um yeah, what can you say? He got well and truly pummeled. So there's the uh review. Um Jack, if we just have a quick overview at the the fixtures there for round four. Um, who do you reckon the big winners were? Uh just from a distance, uh, Stars, uh, AJS Hawker, massive win over Merka, and uh, DT87 over Manic. There you have it, folks. A uh, um, review done by uh, Jackie and myself. And um, let's see what how that makes the ladder shape up. Alrighty, folks, so we've just heard the review. So how did that leave the ladder after four rounds? There are now, now no undefeated teams on in the Balls to the Wall League for season 2021. But Dazed and Confused still leads the way with three wins and points four of 6-0-3-8. So DT87, Stars FC, Ponyfish Islanders, all coming in behind Dazed and Confused with three wins and one loss apiece. With sitting oh, between 40 and 130 points behind him. So pretty tightly bunched there. What is interesting is in fifth spot, Disposables, um, with the most points for in the league, but with only two wins and a tie. So two points behind the top four, but sitting there waiting to pounce with a superior points four, which actually makes no scrap of difference unless he has another draw again. So um, he just needs to keep winning. Slippery Gypsies and Geelong Vipers with two and two. So it looks like the bubble's burst for Vipers, and it'd be interesting to see which way Slippery Fortunes go from here. Rounding out the top eight is someone else who is two and two, Team Awesome. Now, what's interesting to know about Team Awesome is his points four sitting just above the bottom two teams. So he has to keep winning to keep his spot in the top eight. Now, a couple of big losers this round. Uh, Merka and Legless dropping out of the eight and further out of the eight um, with Merka one and a half wins and Legless just the one win. So. They are outside the eight. Sitting uh, 11th, my good self, with my first win of the year, which leaves poor old Manic Monkeys propping up the bottom of the ladder with zero wins from four games. And perhaps somewhat surprisingly, depending on where we all rated him pre-season, he has the least amount of points four. So a fair amount of work there for Manic to be done. So there you have it, folks. Um, Merka, Legless, Hawker, and Monkeys. A fair bit of work to be done to get back into the top eight, where there's plenty of jostling, jostling, jostling. Anyway, there's a fight on for top spots in the top four. Anyway, that's it for, for this week. Um, catch you all on the flip side Thursday evening for um, a preview with Itchy and Scratchy if they haven't cracked the shits, and um, Pony with all these whispers and shit. That's all we got for this week. Catch you later.